perfect time to purchase a new Honda. Make this summer the summer of new, the summer of you. View all our great summer upgrade specials and more online today at NorthCountryHondaDealers.com or hurry in to your local North Country Honda dealer. It's time to get the story behind the story. Interviews with newsmakers, newsbreakers, and your phone calls. Radio Vermont presents The Mark Johnson Show. Thank you, Jim Condon. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. Thanks for tuning in. A little light rain out there this morning. A little dark, but uh, forecaster Roger Hill says we have a great week on tap. Thank you very much for joining us. Hope you had a fabulous weekend. How could you not after a couple of days like yesterday and the day before? All right, we got a, a big lineup for you coming up uh, today and also this week. Let me focus on today for just a moment. Coming up uh, at the bottom of the hour here, we will talk with the former Defense Secretary, Bill Cohen, the uh, former senator from Maine, who's now a uh, an author. We'll uh, chat with him about a variety of topics. And you're welcome to join us on the program as well. You can join us at 244-1777. It's our local number in central Vermont. And our toll-free lines... 877-291-8255. A couple of the other topics we'll get into later on this week. On Thursday, we're going to talk with some folks from Green Mountain Power about the Tesla car, the electric car. And on uh, Friday, we'll venture to the uh, the Himalayas. Well, we'll talk with some folks who are involved with a project, a medical project there in that beautiful country that has been so devastated by the uh, the earthquake. Uh, we begin this morning. Let's give a nice warm radio Vermont welcome this morning to Nicola Chase. She is the author of a uh, really pretty remarkable book talking about her change as a uh, heterosexual man to a heterosexual woman. Uh, I think like many out there, I've been curious about this uh, change that many make, including, of course, the famous athlete Bruce Jenner. Uh, you know, it's not really a story we've talked about a lot here on the program. I think a lot of the coverage, frankly, has been kind of uh, purient in its interest. But, you know, I, I think this is uh, an important subject, and it's one that I hope to be better educated about as we proceed here this morning. So, uh, without any further ado, let's give a nice warm radio from out. Welcome this morning to Nicola Jane Chase, who is the author of Tea and Transition, a story of love, the human spirit, and how one man became one woman. Thank you for joining us. How are you this morning? Good morning, Mark. Thank you for having me, and I really appreciate the opportunity because, like you said, some of the, the stories that uh, that have made the media, especially over the last week or so, have been kind of sensationalized, and that's not necessarily a good thing uh, to uh, allow people to sort of understand what people like me are going through. Why do you think there is that sort of fascination, though? I think that sort of, it goes back a long way. Uh, and yes, we, we've had, you know, obviously the, the big news over the last uh, 10 days has been Caitlyn Jenner, the former Bruce Jenner. And, um, you know, we have these, these amazing pictures of her on, on the front of, of Vanity Fair for next month's issue. And they are quite provocative. And, and that's, that's a whole other sort of thing altogether. It's like, well, you're bringing sort of um, sensuality and sort of sexuality and gender, you sort of bring them into the big sort of pot all together, and that's not always helpful. One of the, one of the things that I've tried to uh, stress with explaining to people about uh, being transgender is that it's, it's, it's a difference between sexuality and sex and gender, uh, and that's one of the, 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 the key points that seems to be a bit, uh, a bit muddled up, by, by the, by the, certainly by the mass media, 
over the last few weeks in particular. Wow, okay, so help me understand this. What's the difference between sexuality and sex and gender? Well, gender is who I am. That's who I am. That's who I feel I am inside. That's how I know I am inside. Uh, yes, for, you know, the first 30-something years of my life, I was a happy heterosexual guy. Uh, then something happened in my 30s and 40s, and I realized that that wasn't quite the case anymore. Do I understand that? No, I don't. Did I follow what was I was feeling inside? Absolutely. So I feel, I know unequivocally now that I am a woman. So that is my gender. That is completely different to saying, well, okay, what do I like? Who do I find attractive? Do I find men attractive? Do I find women attractive? You know, that sort of sexuality and sexual preference is a completely different issue to how I feel, how I know I am as a, as a woman. Mm-hmm. You, you say that you were a happy heterosexual guy. Were you really happy? And this was something that really kind of... I know, that, that's what everybody asks me, and I think, well, you know, they say, well, yeah, sure, you must have known, right? You must have, there was, there was something going on. Didn't, didn't you have any clues? And, and you know, what, what was, surely you were, you were hiding something, or you were right. closet, or something like that. And honestly, no. I mean, I, I did things as a sort of regular-ish heterosexual guy. Yes, sort of maybe in hindsight, I think, well, you know, I wasn't very good at car maintenance, and I, I wasn't, you know, sort of a great sort of beer drinker, but I mean, you know, that's sort of talking in stereotypes, which isn't sort of very helpful, um, but yes, I, I genuinely was, I, I did date women, I was a guy, I did die things, um, and then it was, you know, much later in my life that things got messed up, and, I, and you know, you're going to say, well, why, what happened, and, you know, what was the trigger, and I really can't tell you. Um, because there was something that did fundamentally change inside. Uh, and that was when I started to express myself as a woman and to, um, you know, to dress as a woman and to appear on the streets as a woman and to sort of reintroduce my friends to me as Nicola and, and not as the person before. Mm. See, that's interesting because even um, Caitlyn Jenner talks about really this going way, way back and, and something even into, I mean, many people talk about it being in their childhood, but not the case right, for you. Right, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's one of the other things that, that I um, have figured out, uh, and there's still so much to figure out, but that any sort of gender transition and any sort of gender questioning is different each person concerned. Yes, there are, there, are, there are common threads that go through uh, each story, perhaps. But, yes, some people know, you know, in their teens, some people know even pre-puberty, which is quite remarkable. Other people seem to get the calling much later in life, or, you know, even I hear of people who are transitioning in their 60s and 70s. Mm -hmm. So there doesn't seem to be any particular rule. Yes, there's, there's something that, that happens inside, that there's, there's this thing. I, I can't describe it. it it's, it's, uh, it's some way that I was being led. That seems to happen to different people at different times, and, and they act on it at different times in their life. And I should say as well that some people are not able to act on it, you know, which is right. you know, a, a particularly you know, sad situation, you know, whether that's through uh, society or friends or religion or, or goodness knows how many other things that, that uh, prevent them from, from really expressing who they are. We're talking with Nicola Jane Chase. She's the author of Tea in Transition, a story of love, the human spirit, and how one man became one woman. When you were the quote-unquote happy heterosexual guy, were you attracted to women? Yes, I was. Yes, I was. I had 
um, you know, relationships with women. I, I, I never got married. I was never, um, uh, you know, I never sort of took it to that next stage. But yes, I, I did have relationships with women. I was attracted to women, and I was not attracted to men. Right. That, that's the other thing. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. So you weren't right, also attracted exactly. to men at the same time? I really wasn't. No, there was, there was no, there was nothing attractive in that at all. And, you know, that's, that's the kind of weird and a little bit unsettling to start with, to be honest, Mark. When, when I was, you know, going through my transition, the early stages of my transition, I thought, you know, and I was starting to live more of my life as a woman, I thought, ooh, she's cute. I thought, well, well no, wait, 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 hang on a second. I can't think that. I'm not attracted to men. That doesn't make sense. I'm attracted to women. And so this was a whole, whole sort of new sort of process that I had to become um, accustomed to, you know, and, and not only was I more attracted to men, but I was less attracted to women. So, I mean, it was a complete flip. I mean, yes, the, the gender was, was going around 180 degrees, but my sexual orientation seemed to be doing the same thing as well. And, and that, was, uh, that was quite a, a weird thing to figure out, and uh, it still amuses me sometimes. Uh, but that's, that is the way I am, and that's the way that I do feel. Mm-hmm. So you wake up in the morning now, today, feeling differently than you did 10 years ago? That's a really good question, actually. I mean, yes, I, I, I do, because I feel this deep sense of calm and peace and happiness and contentment, which 10 years ago, that probably wasn't happening. Five years ago, it definitely wasn't happening. 15 years ago, it may have been happening, but on a different level. So, yes, I, I wake up every morning. I wake up this morning, and I think, you know, yes, I mean, I'm in New York City. It's a great day outside. I think, yeah, okay, whatever, but I don't care. I'm a woman. I feel happy about myself, and, you know, this is, this is who I am. And I should say that, that I don't just sort of wake up and think, oh, my goodness, I'm a woman. I just get on with my life because that's, that's the stage that I've got to, that it, it, I don't... I don't think about these things anymore. It's so normal to be me as a woman that, that just life, life continues, life goes on. Mm-hmm. Sort of the same question, but slightly different. I mean, when you're in a different gender, and, you know, help me out here because I just, it's, I'm, I, I'm, I'm ignorant. Do, do you think differently? I mean, do you think different thoughts? I've tried to figure that out as well. And, and I, I do sometimes wonder if, if my thinking has changed and it's very hard to sort of remember how I did think you know maybe 10 years ago or 15 years ago or 20 years ago as a guy I think I appreciate different things I'm appreciating things slightly differently but you know I still like watching James Bond movies I mean yes I want to be Mrs. Bond not James Bond anymore <laughs> you know and, and, yeah. and I'm, I'm thinking of um, you know other sort of I, maybe my sort of TV habits have slightly changed. And I do, I'm thinking, I don't know, I suppose when I'm looking at other women, I think, oh, that's a nice dress, or, or that's, a, you know, that's a good outfit, or that looks really good on that person. Whereas maybe, you know, 10 years ago, I wouldn't have thought that way. But that seems to have been a very organic progression rather than something that I thought, oh, my goodness, I must say these things, I must think these things because I'm a woman. It's mm -hmm. just sort of kind of happened and, and that's that's another part of the, of the transition that is is just as, as surprising um for me as it is to anybody else i think mm -hmm. tell me about your friends and the uh level of acceptance or non-acceptance 
by and large, I've been blessed with a very wide circle of friends who have been extremely supportive. Um, I mean, yes, there were, there were times along the way that I would say to people, or, or sort of, I, I was at the stage when I thought, well, you know, I can't, I can't be a man anymore. I can't say to them that I'm an animal. I have to reintroduce myself as Nicola. I have to say, look, I've got something going on. This is who I am. And that was that was some you know some some awkward conversations. But really, by and large, they all said, "Well, good for you. That's great." And you know, part of that was was the sort of general level of support. Part of it was a sort of a misunderstanding, or not misunderstanding, not understanding what was going on. It's like they were trying to process this really strange uh, concept because they knew me as somebody else. They then met me as the woman, and they were, I think, a little bit confused. They, they probably, you know, looked at me and, and stared at me and thought, well, that's interesting. Uh, I, I think she seems happier these days. Um, but, but that's, I, I have been blessed with people who have, you know, accepted me. Yes, there have been, you know, one or two um, pieces of collateral damage along the way. Some, you know, one particular close friend from, from school days who um, just wouldn't have anything to do with me uh, because he said, well, you're not the same person. I said, well, I, I kind of am. I'm not, but I kind of am. He said, no, I don't have anything to do with you. And that, that's quite, hmm. you know, uh, that's, that's a shame and quite hurtful. But that is the exception. For me, that was the exception. Everybody else was far more supportive and, and you know, very uh, encouraging. And that really does mean an awful lot, you know, because yeah. so much of this I was figuring out sort of on the fly. You know, I, I, I didn't have a book. I didn't have a guidebook. I, I didn't have, you know, Transgender 101 to sort of help me through that stage and that stage and that stage. So I really was, you know, figuring out my feelings, my thoughts, my process as the days and weeks and months went on. And, and I think their acceptance of that uh, made it far easier for me. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had second thoughts? About what? About making the change. Absolutely not. I mean, it's like the, 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 the sense of, of calm and happiness and contentment. It's, it's, it's almost, it, I, I often say it's like overwhelming because it can't be overwhelming because it's so calm, you know, calmful, if you like. Uh, but that sort of sense of, of, a, of, of, of not only achievement, just of being me. That's, that's just pure. It, it's, it's a deep sense of happiness that I wish, I hope, you know, other people can, can have as well, whatever sort of, you know, part of, of, of their life they're in, because it, it's, I, I, I'm blessed to feel that way. And, and as well, I mean, just, just sort of picking up on, on what you're saying, I should sort of mention as well, this sort of transition, it, it's quite a long process. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it wasn't, you know, that... that you know, one day I uh, I went to sleep as a guy and then woke up the following morning and pulled back the drapes and thought, oh, my goodness, I'm a woman. Right, You know, right. It, it, it's, it's a very long process. And, you know, I, I, of course, during those times, there were occasions when I would question myself and I would think, well, this doesn't make sense. Or, mm-hmm. or you know, why, why am I feeling that? Or why am, you know, why, why is, who is this woman? Why? Uh, but I couldn't... I couldn't ignore them. These were feelings and emotions that were there. 
Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't sort of, you know, I, I couldn't say, well, they're not there. They are there. And, and if I'd ignored them, then that would have, I have no idea how that would have ended up because, you know, you do hear of other transgender people who, you know, aren't able to express themselves and aren't able to tr- transition in the way that they would like, and things don't end well. So, again, mm-hmm. I'm quite fortunate that things did end particularly well. We're talking with Nicola Jane Chase. She's the author of uh, Tea and Transition, A Story of Love, the Human Spirit, and How One Man Became One Woman. Uh, are your, um, in your dealings with other people that you have an interest in, is, is the feeling of um, love or the feeling you have towards somebody, is it any different now that you're a woman than when you were a man? I think it's probably more sincere. I think that that, that this sort of feeling that I have now that everything is right with the world clarifies my emotions and my feelings and my sensations as probably never before. So that, yes, I would, you know, I, I would go to dinner with friends, you know, 10 or 15 years ago, and I'd be fine with that. But I'm feeling a deeper level of contentment now. And I would say I like those, I wouldn't say I like those people more, you know, necessarily, but, but because that level of, of, of rightness, of contentment, of, of being, you know, who I am, I think that reflects in, in the way that I treat people, in, in the way that I, I have friendships with people. They say, you know, old friends who knew me before and, and see me now, they say, well, you seem so much happier and I think maybe that was easier for them to see than it was for, for me to see myself. Might be a product of age, too, though, don't you think? I don't get old, Mark. Okay. Sorry. I'm a, I'm a woman. I don't, I don't get old. <laughs> Skip that question. Is there, is, there, is there anything that is totally inappropriate to ask you? Well, yes. I, I think, I mean, not particularly me in particular, but... But, but yeah, there's, you... There's many, right. Right, there's, there's, there's many things that, um, you know, say, say, you know, folks are, are looking at the, 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 the Caitlyn Jenner story and they're looking at the front of Vanity Fair and they think, wow, that's interesting. And, and there's a couple of, of questions that usually come up um, that, that are not really very helpful. The first one is like, wow, are you taking hormones? Mm-hmm. And you think, well, yeah, okay, but maybe you'd like to um, discuss your medical history with me as well because you know it, it's a similar sort of level of of intimacy okay and you know the, the next question of course as well is like well are you having surgery will you have surgery will you have you know some sort of gender changing surgery and that's the that's the one that most people uh, in my past or in in you know earlier in my transition would want to ask me and you know again i would sort of say to them well it's you know it's a fair question but before I answer that, would you like to describe your genitalia to me? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's yes, I get it. I, I get that, that people are, are interested in that process of transition and the degree of transition that, that I and others will be going through. But there are some questions like that that's kind of very, very personal. And, you know, it's not, it's not really appropriate to ask. It, it's not... You know, try and try and put yourself in the same sort of question, the same sort of situation. And say, well, well, would I be comfortable asking, you know, that sort of intimate question 
uh, to to somebody else, and they they tend to be the the, the main ones. And um, but you know, again, there's things like, well, you make a very good woman. Well, yeah. okay, thank you. I <laughs> I, I appreciate it meant with, with with good with good intentions, but it kind of comes off as a sort of bit of a sort of sleight of hand, sort of you know backhanded compliment kind of thing. So there's there's, there's some things like that that are, that are meant with the best of intentions. And I think as, as, as many transgender people will sort of figure out and, and sort of feel these questions appropriately. But, you know, yes, all I'd ask is that, uh, you know, for, for listeners or folks who, who do know somebody or, or think they know somebody who's transgender, just to sort of think twice about the questions that you might be asking. Yes, you can think of those questions, but you can always sort of think, well, actually, mm -hmm. I wonder if that is appropriate or not. Yeah. Yeah, if you turn it around, sometimes it helps. Yeah, thinking, exactly, thinking yeah, twice yeah. never hurts. All right, hold on a sec. got to just scratch a couple of things off my list here. Okay, all right, now I'll get to my next series of questions. definitely scratching on air. Oh, boy, all right. Um, so when do you tell your friends or somebody that you've met post-transition? Mm. Well, then, right? then it becomes sort of kind of unavoidable, you know, that, that um, there are cases now that, that, that I particularly with, um, with the book coming out and, you know, friends are coming um, sort of back into my sort of frame of, of, uh, of, of consciousness and, you know, with, with, with Facebook and all the sort of social media stuff. No, but I, I'm, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I mean the people that you know now. I mean, you're moved to New York City. Do you mm -hmm. tell everybody right. that you go out with? Do you tell everybody oh, who I becomes see. your friend? Right, right, right. I see what you mean. Yeah, that level of disclosure is... It, it's a really good question um, because I do feel completely a woman, but I also have to accept that I am a transgender woman, and so thus I have a past. And that gets tricky, um, you know, because now I, I figured out that I like dating guys, and guys, they can be kind of tricky uh, <laughs> to have that conversation with. They often kind of focus on the Y gene and not the X gene. Uh -huh. And so, yes, we might be getting along fine, and, you know, I haven't told them, that, you know, to date about my past, and then sort of come the sort of second or third date, and I say, oh, you know, by the way, there's something I kind of need to tell you. And, and that's when things get, get kind of tricky. And, yes, I mean, I, I, I think now with the book coming out, I, I've got to accept a, a greater level of um, mm -hmm. openness that I have to yeah. bring to the conversation. I, I can't hide behind you know, um, my, you know, my, 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 my locks or my whatever, my, my, my appearance, uh, because the book is out. And when people say, well, what do you do? I said, well, I've written a book. And what's it about? I said, well, it's about being transgender. Mm -hmm. And, you know, yeah. I think that that's given me a, um, an extra level of um, awareness and, and possibly pride in what I've, I've achieved as well. But I know it's going to jettison some, uh, some possible relationship uh, material, if you like, yeah. Um, in in the process, but you know, well, yeah, the heck with them. Yeah. The yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's it's their loss, <laughs> as you would say. You know, it's it's something that you're going to have to uh, come to terms with if, if you're going to know me. You know, um, closely, it's something you're going to have to figure out yourself. I will help you with that. I will help you try to understand the the process that I've gone through and the feelings that I've had, and that. I really am a woman, you know, I, I will help you try and figure that stuff out, but it, it, it's not an easy conversation to have, and again, I try and figure it, I try and understand it from, from their perspective, mm -hmm. and it, 
it, it's tough. I know. I know. So I, I, I'm, I try and be as, um, as helpful as I can be in that respect. But, but dating certainly is, is, is tricky, even in the, you know, the, uh, the open-minded scenarios that you think New York City has. Mm. Last question. How are you treated differently as a woman than you were as a man? I love having doors open for me. I love having chairs pulled out for me. I, I love all the trappings of being a woman. Uh, you know, and that sounds extremely trivial. Um, but they feel right. I, I just like people seeing me as the woman that I am and, and appreciating that and accepting me and treating me as that person. So that is, is the, the biggest sense of achievement that I have and the big sense of satisfaction that I have, you know, the people refer to me as she, they don't refer to me as he anymore. Mm -hmm. um, you know, people are very um, positive, you know, and, and they just, they don't, you know, say, well, okay, all right, whatever, I see you as a woman. I mean, my, my mother was here from England um, a couple of weeks ago and uh, we were sort of talking one day and she said, you know, I just can't see you as a guy anymore. Hmm. And, and that, was, that was one of the nicest things she's, she's probably ever said. Wow. <laughs> Thank you for your time this morning. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Mark. Nicola Jane Chase is the author of Tea in Transition, a story of love, the human spirit, and how one man became one woman. We'll take a short break. Coming up next, we'll talk with the former Defense Secretary, Bill Cohen. We'll talk about his novel. We'll also uh, drag him in on a few other topics as well, too. Back after this. Did you know that this weekend you can visit from...